in three, two, one. Welcome. Welcome to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness. And now, here are your hosts, personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane. What is happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Jenna. We host this here podcast all about implementing behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness. Today, we got a guy on uh, from his own podcast. He recently had me on his podcast, the Nerd Talk Podcast. Technology is friggin' awesome. You know, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people cry about it at times, but technology is really, really cool. Um, through Holden's vids, uh, he found us and was like, hey, do you want to be on the podcast? It was such a fun experience. You know, I really delved into the world of Marvel and, you know, sort of what we're doing over on Holden's channel. But it was just so cool to to go to to Robert's world um, mm-hmm. because he's you're you have so many multiple interests and you're just a very interesting character to me. I, I mean, uh, but specifically, one of the, what I wanted to talk to you about today was your martial arts background, and um, we want to plug everything you're doing. But um, I just think it's a very interesting concept. But to open up the show, Robert, say hello to everybody. Appreciate you being here, bro. Hey, how's it going, everybody? I'm Robert, and uh, yeah, I host the Nerd Talk podcast, and I run my own kung fu school and do a lot of things. You know? Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. <clears throat> Um, at the top of every show, we hit you with our gratitude point. This gratitude point is made to shift your perspective, whether it be large, whether it be small, it's something you can always pull up. There's no excuse. You can always pull something up Mm -hmm. that shifts your perspective when times are just low or times are down or the world's in crisis of COVID-19. There's always (laughs) something to reach for. Jenna, you want to go first? Yeah, Absolutely. Um, I was actually just thinking about it this morning, how uh, so many people have reached out and said uh, our videos have really kept them occupied during the quarantine. And it's made me think, you know, our videos have really kept us occupied, too. And I think in years to come, we're going to be able to look back with our fond memories of, you know, watching these videos and making watching the movies and making these videos have really... um, left their stamp on our time in quarantine. Yeah, absolutely. And so my gratitude point is somewhat aligned with that, but it feels like a cheap reach, but I'm so grateful that we have the technology that we have in cell phones. Uh, you know, I've talked to my mom many, many times about how, you know, like older gen- older generations, you know, most of the time don't really keep up with the technology. And she's just mm-hmm. always explained to me how, she always rolled her eyes when she had to talk to her dad and teach him how to use the dial phone. <laughs> you know, he would literally ask, well, what finger do you, do you use? You know, so it's such an interesting concept to see the generations and how they deal mm-hmm. with it. But for me, my entire world is inside of my phone. I run my business through my phone. I communicate on so many different platforms on my phone. I mean, I've, I've reached people through my phone. Uh, and it's just, it's unbelievable. And this podcast, uh, this guest, this moment would not have happened had it not been for the technology behind the cell phone. And it's truly, mm-hmm. it's truly remarkable. 
It really is. Yeah, I agree. That was a grandiose one. Yeah. Robert, yeah, Robert. It's, it's, defi- it's definitely amazing where we come from in technology. I mean, my dad is the kind of generation where he's, well, he's he when he was a kid, the color TV was came out. And that was a huge thing. I that mean, was that was it. like the biggest mm-hmm. thing. They got color. Yeah. You know? And now, you know, my grandfather didn't even have a car growing up. He had to ride a horse to school. Wow. Oh my goodness. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. So it's just a huge, huge, like, step we've come. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, th- I think I mean, that, it's amazing. I think that we sort of take it for granted, too. Like, oh, God, my phone is so slow. Or, you know, like, you're going to get the new one, so you just hate the old one. Like, it's just... We so take it for granted, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I don't know. I, I think it's incredible. So um, if you have a gratitude point, hit us with it. If not, no biggie. Like something just like to, that I appreciate. I've, mm-hmm. I've said the fridge. I've said my car. I've said <laughs> my life. I mean, it, I mean, it can be big. It can be small. Well, something I like, I like doing around Christmas time is getting my Kung Fu school together and we do a little Christmas show. We don't take admission, like like tickets and stuff. Cool. All we take is an unwrapped gift. That's and we cool. give those unwrapped gifts to the Boston Children's Hospital. So we put out wow. a big performance and get like hundreds of gifts and thousands of gifts. And we give it to the Boston Children's Hospital. Very so cool. the kids who can't afford a Christmas because they're in the hospital will have a Christmas. can still believe in Santa, still have that little miracle sure. hope and wake up with a bunch of presents under their bed. So. I mean, that's that's something I'm grateful to be able to do and that's help cool. people. You know, I've always loved it. That's so. cool. A gratuitous moment. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I don't think we covered a gratuitous moment uh, mm-hmm. for it. It's so a very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you. So part of this is selfish on my part. Um, again, Robert has like the more the the deeper I got into his content, sort of learned about him when we were on the show before we got before we hopped on his show. He's a photographer. He's a business owner. He runs a kung fu school. I mean, he's like you've you've worked with so many different like entities and like you're all over the place. And the more I talk to we you, we just got done. We just got done working with Warner Brothers like a few weeks ago. You're asleep. <laughs> like you're asleep entrepreneur bro like you you're a sleeper entrepreneur like the more i talk to you i was like this man is hustling his ass off so good on you bro good on you thank you i was i was i'm really like appreciative of like the stuff i've done i mean i i'm the i'm like i went to college at 15 i mean how many people would have that opportunity to even do that you know what i mean like i'm just very appreciative of things opportunities that i've been able to have you yeah. know yeah and you know i don't know i don't know if people you guys are religious at all but i always bring it back to kind of me being a good person and doing almost like i, I believe in religion but it's almost more of like a karma you know what i mean yeah. you do yeah. good things good things happen you I do bad that. things bad things happen i try to keep myself as a good person you know mm-hmm. i always try to do good things for people and keep a positive attitude. I feel like that's been working for me. It's always helped me out. You know, it seems like it has, because again, from everything you've explained to me, like you, you're very low key about it, which I think is even cooler. You know, somebody that, somebody that is, you know, a very driven person, like 
I don't know, if you're working on some on something, sometimes people can be very grandiose about it and like hashtag CEO in their Instagram profile and I'm an <laughs> entrepreneur left and right. And it's just like that I didn't get that vibe at all. The more I got to know you, just the the more layers I found, like you're 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 very much an onion. And I'm more than willing to talk about more than just the martial arts, but if you leave it up to me to be like, let's talk about your life and what you're doing and what, oh God, we'll go for 10 hours. So I think focusing <laughs> on the martial arts, if it goes in any other direction, it's totally fine. But um, selfishly, I wanted to talk about martial arts because I took Taekwondo when I was a kid, just like everybody else, you know, just like, you know, it's a very general thing, but I have always yeah. been fascinated by martial arts as a whole. Because I believe, the little bit that I know, I believe that there's such a mind-body connection. And yes, it, it, it definitely weaves its way into to fitness wellness, I think, the physicality piece. But I think even more so of the, the mental piece of it. I think there's a lot more than people realize. And I'm just, I'm interested. First of all, you said that you're trained in numerous martial arts. Is that right? Well, a lot of forms of Kung Fu and a little bit of karate. Okay. Okay. My biggest problem with karate is, and I would have, I would have probably stayed with karate if it, if it wasn't for the biggest problem with looking for a karate school. I don't know if you're familiar with the karate kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like the one in the eighties. It's very much like that when finding a good karate school, you know, same thing with the Kung Fu school. There's the bully school. And then okay. there's the one that wants to teach you peaceful, you know, you can kick somebody's ass, but you can't, okay. but, but you, you don't want to, okay. you know, whereas opposed to there's the other school that goes, okay, just kick everybody's ass, okay. you know? Okay. And so I like to be more the Mr. Miyagi as opposed to the Cobra Kai, you know what I okay. mean? Yeah. Okay. So that's why I kind of stuck with Kung Fu for so long because a lot of the karate schools are bully schools. They're the mm. kind of oh, if we're going to break your leg, and if you don't like it, well, tough luck. Okay. We only want the toughest people in our school. Okay. You know? Okay. Well, so to start it off, like this this show is all about implementing behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness, and I, I think that that gives us such a good base of being broad while also being very specific and narrow. So for you, why did you start with martial arts? Um, I used to love Jackie Chan movies as a kid, but my mom was one of those people where like, oh, do not start a fight. If somebody is hitting you, go tell a teacher, somebody. And then it got to a point in school where kids were throwing me at windows. Mm -hmm. I was such a scrawny kid. I was such a small, I was very tiny, skinny. I was like your typical kid you would see on like a sitcom. Okay. Really tiny, scrawny, getting bullied. Some kid threw me out a window, and my mom just got really sick of it and signed me up for martial arts. She was like, "Okay, okay, I I get it. You know, you, it, this has <laughs> happened enough times. Yeah, you know that we're gonna sign. They decided to sign me up for martial arts, and you know, I got into a few fights after that, but it wasn't many. You know, mm-hmm. they, they they eventually." The numbers got smaller and smaller okay. the more I learned how to defend myself because people were like, we're not going to mess with this kid. You know, he he knows what he's doing, you know? I feel like that's a, a very <clears> – first of all, it's a fantastic reason to start it without a doubt. Yeah. You know, I, I respect that. I think that's cool that your mom – went that route you know i mean there, i think there's a yeah. lot of parents that'd be like now nah, let's just keep them away from violent sports keep them away from violence but to go that direction is no let's face what's in front of us 
and, you know, be able to defend ourselves. And now it's turned into something years down the road that you're actually doing uh, to help you make a living. So that, that's incredible. So what is your, what's your favorite, if there's different styles of Kung Fu, like you said, what's your favorite style? I kind of like Shaolin. Shaolin. Shaolin's one of my favorites where uh, it's more like the aggressive, you get your aggressiveness out. It's the punches. It's the aggressiveness. It's boom, boom, the stops, you know? Whereas, like, you got Wushu, which is more like show off, like a dance kind of style. Okay. And they got, uh, there's just so much. Troy Foot is just a little bit more complicated. They got, there's a lot of movements to it. You know, there's a lot of grabs and, you know, it's, 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 a, there's a, but Shaolin is definitely my favorite because there's a lot of, you get your aggressiveness out, you know, that's what I kind of like. So it's very applicable to everyday life. Like it could be used as defense. Yeah, definitely. It's okay. very much the hard strikes, you okay. know, the tough strikes, you know? Okay. Nice. Okay. I like, I like it. it. So what's the age you have a Kung Fu school? What's the kind of the the majority of the age range of, of people that are most, coming. Most people won't take a kid until they're six years old, where mm-hmm. I will take a kid at three years old because my wow. mom used to teach dance. And I know some of the ways that she would like incorporate dance with three-year-olds. And I'm going, you can almost do that same thing with Kung Fu at mm-hmm. a three-year-old. I mean, there's, there's definitely certain moves that they can't do. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely some memorization that they're not going to be able to memorize. But there's definitely stuff you can do with them where they're still learning martial arts as a three-year-old, you know? So I'll, t- I'll I will personally take a three-year-old. Wow. But other schools might want to wait mm-hmm. till they're older, you know? Um, but yeah, I'll, I don't mind the younger age. I'm good with kids. Where do you think you'd be had you not gone into martial arts? Like not having that, it sounds like out of necessity for a self-defense piece, any idea where you think you may be had mom not signed you up? I think I would have gone to a very dark place, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I grew up in like the hood, you know, like okay. it was very dark, scary kind of place. You know, a lot of the people I grew up with aren't alive. Mm-hmm. You know, I could say a whole quarter of the people I graduated with aren't here anymore, you know, because of s- stuff that they got into other than an activity, you know? Wow. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think it would have been a very dark place. I think, I don't, I don't think I would have probably either made it or I would have been in jail or something, you know? So it became a lifeline for you. Definitely. That's what I was wondering. I I, I wasn't sure of the extent of it. Like, cause we had talked briefly about that, uh, whenever I was on your podcast, but, uh, that's interesting. So it, I think it's one thing to adopt it, have it a part of your life, yeah. make it good for you. Why open a school? I would imagine there's a lot of, uh, trials first with just having rent on a building but i mean like why open a school and teach it that's a long story but uh, <laughs> i've always i've always i've always loved teaching okay. ever since i was like started martial arts i'm like man how do i get to the next level how do i get yeah. to the top how do i become the guy who's teaching how do i become the champion you know nice i'm just i i, I like i like seeing what's over the next mountain you know that's just my personality i want to I want to be the best. I want to be the top guy. So at, when I got to a certain level, I started asking, what can I do around here to the main, to the owner? I said, what can I do around here to kind of help around? What can I do to kind of 
be here for four hours and learn more. I want to mm-hmm. learn. I want to be able to learn what the black belts are doing at my level. I want to be able to learn the best techniques. And I, I worked my way up literally to being teacher's assistant, instructor, junior instructor, instructor trainee. I mean, I have like a whole bunch. I have a whole uniform that's just all like medals and awards and stuff from being teacher's assistant. And actually me stepping up to do that, I encouraged more kids that were doing martial arts that are around my age to do the same thing. They're mm-hmm. going, why is he here for four hours? Why is he learning this, these techniques? <laughs> why cool. is he, you know, here every Saturday morning at seven in the morning, uh, working one-on-one with the instructor? We want that. We want that kind of training. So they learn, okay, if I step up and like, I'll sweep in the morning here or I'll mop the floors before, you know, Kung Fu class. You learn you learn more techniques. You know, you have more one-on-one time with the instructor. Mm, very cool. And it got to a point where, okay, I'm an adult now and you're and I'm here seven days a week and you're not paying me. You know what I mean? Got it. And so I went to the guy and said, Well, you can either we can I've been here long enough. I've been here, you know, twenty years, you know. Let me, we can either be a partner or I can, I have to open up my own school. Okay. I said, I can open up my own school through you or I have to do it myself. So the original plan was to be a franchise off my original instructor. Now is that, it wasn't meant to, is that because like it's a license type thing or. I just wanted to be respectful. I didn't want to be competition. I wanted to go. I don't want to be your competition. I want to be still your friend. It was very much a friendly place that I was coming from. Okay. Okay. And then it, I think he got jealous of me having my own school and me. I'm just, I get so many people just come. I'm a friendly person. I can come up and talk to anybody. I can just start a conversation with anybody that I was passing out flyers left and right. Okay. I mean, we have, we have, we have more likes than his page. I started, he has no idea what technologies I started all mm-hmm. his Facebook pages. I started all his social media for him. Like he he would have no idea about advertisement or anything. Okay. I mean he lasted lasted this long, but he has no idea what these new kids are into. I started um, a sparring class for his school. Mm. I started a Pokemon club because I was like, how do we get more kids in here? Oh, well, Pokemon's big. Let's do po- Pokemon. Interesting. You know, and I different and like it's stuff that he would never come up with on his own. Mm-hmm. So I think when I started my own school, he kind of felt some sort of way. And I originally came, let's do this together. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, okay, well you do that and we'll see how it goes. And then he was spying on my school. I, he'd come drive by and go, Oh, I saw your school today. I'm like, okay, you're welcome to come in. Like you don't have to act like, give you, you can come in. Like it's not a big deal, you know? Right. And then it got to a point. He didn't, he didn't want me using the same name as him. Mm. And he was going to try to sue me over it. I was like, wait, I thought we were doing this as a partnership. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know okay. what I mean? So it, it very much went from, I need to make money to, okay, this guy thinks I'm doing some sort of thing, you know? Okay. So that, that's where it kind of split up. We split off and I became independent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And was this guy, uh, was he your mentor this whole time you were at his school? The, the entire time. Oh. I mean, it was almost wow. like an uncle figure where we used to go. I used to go over there for barbecues all the time. We used to do like all, I went to this kid's baptism, you know, like it was, just, it was like very, very close until I decided to do my own thing. Yeah, that and I'm going, really why, why can't I, 
why can't I do my own thing and still be close? Like, I still don't get that today. Like, why can't we have a working relationship? I yeah. think mm-hmm. it's strictly on his end that he wants, doesn't want the, I don't know. I don't know if he sees me as competition or what, but we could still do stuff together. You know, I've always mm-hmm. wanted to have like a association mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, we do tournaments together. It's only our schools in the tournament. Like I had so many ideas for this collaboration and it just di- didn't seem like he was like budging. He just saw me as like a uh, competition. I don't, yeah. I don't like that. You know, yeah, he wasn't willing to evolve. Yeah. yeah. You know, business with friends or business with family, I don't believe that it's impossible. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it's impossible. It absolutely is a little more difficult. But at the end of the day, business, when it comes to money and, you know, how are we going to do this and ideas and uh, almost that, that uh, you know, being in seat of power, it can go south really quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, and I like I, I've had some I've had some experience in that realm, too, about how just, you know, working with friends, if your communication isn't impeccable and if you're if both of your intentions aren't for the other other person, mm-hmm. it's a great chance that it's going to go awry. But there's a lot of opportunity. And I think you're coming from a good place of, you know, you wanted to work together and, and have all these extra opportunities that you don't have not being associated with each other. I think. That it, it had an opportunity to really be something great. Yeah, I had good ideas too. Like I, I'm, I'm a really, I'm a real idea man. I had it to the point where I was, I was in contact with the Mortal Kombat guy, the guy who did all the moves for the mm. Mortal Kombat games and wow. stuff. I was gonna have him come in and do like, uh, do uh, what do you call it? Like a seminar okay. where he comes in and teaches for like two days and you come take the two day seminar with him and you learn some new moves. That's cool. And he, he was so against. He's like, you don't have anybody that's not from our school come in and teach. Like mm-hmm. I'm going, this, this guy's a master and he's doing the same martial art that we're doing. Like mm-hmm. it'd be kind of cool to kind of yeah have something else there. And he, he was just mm-hmm. so against it. You know, it's unfortunate. Like, yeah, that's unfortunate. I, there, there's also a big piece that I've found that when you're working with, say, a friend or even a family member, that there's so much humility that you have to have. You have like, I I feel to to be a leader, you have to always be a student. Mm-hmm. Like in whatever realm that you're doing, you have to always be willing to listen, even if you. All right, let's say you disagree. Be at least willing to hear what that other person has to say. Because you're not right all the time. I'm damn sure not right all the time. I've made a lot of screw-ups, but I'm willing to listen and also admit when I am wrong. And I think that's, I think that's huge. I think that's mm-hmm. huge. It sounds, like, uh, it sounds like that was not happening. Yeah, I think it was just, I, if I had an idea and if, if it was a proven success before, then it was a good idea. But if it wasn't a proven success, it was just kind of a good idea, but we, we don't know how this is going to work. It was immediately shot down, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, in shifting gears a little bit, I do want to ask you, so I've always been intrigued by, I'm not going to lie, I can't remember if this is offensive or not, but I'm just going to say it, whatever. Is it offensive to say I've always been interested in Asian culture? You never know. You piss somebody off uh, nowadays. Like, I've always been interested in Asian culture, how they are very... Mm, 
at least from my ignorant point of view, they're very honorable. They're very in touch with their mind. It feels when it comes to the martial arts community, definitely. Yeah. You know, and there, there's something there. Like I said, in the top of the show, there's a mind body connection more so mind than the body. I think leads martial arts. I've always been intrigued by that. There's something about that. And if, if I'm being honest, I do want to make the time in my life to practice some sort of martial arts I, because I don't know much, you know, Hapkido using, isn't it? Hapkido is you're using the po the opponent's energy against them. I don't know anything about, about Hapkido. Hapkido so that's what I've always heard about Hapkido. <laughs> Hapkido apparently use, you use their energy against them. It's just, um, I've always wanted to study something and make the time for it. I have not yet, but and the reason is, is because again, that mind body connection, can you speak on yeah. that? There's a lot, there's definitely, a, you gotta use your mind a lot. There's, you gotta be able to focus. You gotta be able to hold back. You know, there's so many times that I've been out in public and people want to fight and I'm just like, man, this isn't worth it. Cause I know I can break your arm. I know I can break your leg. I know I'm, I'm already thinking in my head, the million ways, how am I going to get out of this situation without punching you in the nose, you know what I mean? But people don't, people just want to, they don't have that strong mind to just walk away, you mm -hmm. know? Whereas you, as a martial artist, you, especially a black belt, you know a hundred ways to break this guy up into a billion pieces. You need to be able to have a strong mind and have a, you know, know your limits, you know? It's, it's something you mentally have to learn, you know? Yeah. I it's, think... It's, Go ahead. It's go a ahead. process. It is a process. No, it's a process. Well, I think there's something to be said there because, like, you possess you possess this great power, but you you choose when to use it or not. Like, there's so much honor in that, knowing that hey, I can kick this guy's ass, but I'm gonna do the right thing. I'm gonna hold this power and use it only when it's absolutely necessary. You know, to to have the humility to walk away from the situation, walking away from intimidation right in front of your face when you are possibly you know made to look like a fool walking away takes a lot of balls you know to mm -hmm. to really sit there and be like nah i'm a head out like i'm good uh, you know taking that higher road that's tough that's really tough so i respect it to me even if i get into a fight if i'm into something physical i try my best not to punch the person i'm more going to be a grappling person and have you like just disarmed in the corner over there yeah. until somebody can kind of calm him down. You know, yeah. I try, I try my best not to be breaking arms. Cause I know I can, I know mm -hmm. I've, I've done it in tournaments. I've broken people's arms. I've broken people's limbs. You know what I mean? I know, I know what I can do and it doesn't make me feel as a good person to do it. Yeah. So I'm trying, I'm going to try to disarm you. I'm going to try to get you in the corner. I'm going to grapple you down to the ground and do my best. So, I'm not hurting you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I'm just, there's, you, you do, if, like me, I always talk to my dad about this. If you, you know, you're like a good person. If you feel, you feel bad after, after you do that. You know what I mean? That's good point. Like, mm -hmm. I've never felt good beating on a person ever. Yeah. Even if the person deserved it, I've never felt good. I've always gone, man, I could have handled that so differently, you know? That's a good point. And, just to me, I I can't. I just I have to do it that grapple get you out of the way because I don't want to hurt you at yeah. all. And if it gets to the point that I'm hurting you, it's not going to be pretty. You yeah. know, just take the L and stop. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, so 
what is it for you that you're going after now? Because again, I've mentioned that you have your hands in so many different things. You have this school, like, what are you wanting to do? Like, what is your, what is your definition of happiness? Uh, be able to do something fun that you can make a living off of. Okay. You know what I mean? I want to be able to be happy every day and not worry about certain, certain things, you know, like, I feel like when I'm at other jobs, like people just don't like get me like I, I'll be, ha- I can be happy at a job and people like get intimidated by it. Like, Oh, why is this guy so happy? Okay. What's his problem? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I need something that I like working with people. I like working with kids and you know, most happy. And if I living, you know, it's, it's going to be good. You know, Say that one that more. Makes it, Say that one more time. You cut out a little bit. Oh, if I if I can make a uh, living doing something that makes me happy, I'm gonna be good. You there know. You go. mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. There you go. So, what does that look like for you? And are like, are you there now? Yeah, I teach. I well, we we haven't been able to teach because uh, sure. the governor told all the business to kind of shut down. Yeah, because you're in Boston, like, right? No, I'm in. I'm on the other side of Massachusetts. Uh, okay. Okay. Got it. Western Mass. Um, but like everything's everything, every business that's not an essential business is kind of shut down. Sure, mm. you know. So we're just we're just kind of chilling. But you know, usually we'll get we'll get our students in, and we'll do privates, and we'll do group sessions. Like I have um, my students grab weights, and we run around the block, and everyone, every, it's pretty much free advertising because everybody sees the mm. colorful belts running around the block. Oh, what are they doing? You Very know, cool. and uh, so it's a lot of fun. You know, very cool. Very cool. So, like, if it, if you were there at the top or, you know, whatever your full definition of happiness is, you're doing what you love and you're being paid for it. Is that full-time doing kung fu? Is that, you know, full-time doing kung fu with photography, uh, your podcast? Like, what does it look like? My, my ADHD, I can't stick to one thing. So, I do martial arts at night. I do my podcasts when I can get people in, you know. I, I will. I can literally make my my move my schedule around, except for the three hours a day we do the kung fu okay. class. That is strictly for kung fu, you know. Practice, keep the people in there, you know, because that's a guaranteed okay. thing. The podcast, you know, you you may make some money off advertisement. You may make a little change, you know, um, but you know. That's guaranteed. Uh, the kung fu's guaranteed money. Sure. Photography is if if you're getting getting hired, you know. So, I I like I, I like to do everything, you know. Like I just my ADHD it keeps me always doing something, trying to keep me busy, you know. Because if I'm not busy, I'm gonna get into trouble. I already know okay. That. Okay. You know, so I need to keep myself busy, get my hands into something, you know, at all times. So you like the chaos? I like that. I like that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, Jenna, you got anything? You all right? Oh, I just think it's so impressive that you're you've taken what you learned to love as a child that kept you out of trouble and you're giving back and you've made that into something that you can do um for other kids, for your community, and it's you're living too. Like that's not what everyone does it's kind of off the the normal beaten path i like it yeah it's impressive yep oh definitely you know 
I always tell people, you never know real happiness till you see that smile on the kid's face. You know, you affected that kid's life. I had a kid who was just like huge. I mean, he was big. He was a big dude. And he was like 10 years old. And I'm going, kid, you should you, not, not be in me, but you can't, you can't live your life like this. You can't be this big, you know? Mm-hmm. And over, over a summer, last summer, we worked hard, worked hard. Got him down three shirt sizes. Wow. That's awesome, man. I, I know I'm going to affect that kid's life yeah. for the rest of his life. That's huge. He's yeah. always going to look at those old pictures and go, I can't believe I let my life get, get to that. You know? That's a huge impact. I mean, there's so much science behind saying your childhood is what defines your adulthood. So yeah. for you to drop him three shirt sizes, while it seems like just the physical piece, so much chemistry in that brain has been changed. So good on you, man. Good on you. Definitely. Yeah. I and I made sure we were working. He was there every single day for class, two hours a day, working hard. You know, we had him doing push-ups, squats, and we had him with the weights and everything and made sure, like, he was mentally there, physically there, spiritually there, you know. We, we made sure he was good, you know. We made sure that he wasn't going to go back to school and use it. Oh, I'm going to go pick on this kid now. Um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Lost all his weight. It's like, no, you can't do that, man. You still got to be a, be the good kid that you are, you know? Yeah. yeah. There's a, and, and I had a feeling we would uncover this, but again, there's so much like, there's so much mental fitness built into this, you know, like, yeah. I, and I'll be honest, like I did not want to delve into, like, I'm not saying don't talk about it, but I'm saying like my intention was to go towards the mental piece of this because I think everyone knows that martial arts is absolutely physical. Um, so yeah. I love, love, love that you touched on and, you know, you really made numerous points throughout this podcast that, you know, up here is where this mm-hmm. really, really makes a difference. So good on you. Well, I'll bring it up again. It's, it's, and people don't believe this, but it's just like the karate kid out there when you're when you're looking at these schools. There's some schools that are just mm-hmm. don't get it. That there's like, okay, we're just here to, to make an army of bullies. Right. Whereas we're, we 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 aren't like that. We want we want you to be the good kid. We want you to still get. We want we want to promote the kids who are doing good in school. We want to pro- help you get good grades. You know, we want yeah. to make sure. You're there because if you're if you're if you're good if you're good on the, you're feeling good you're gonna be good in other aspects you mm-hmm. know what I mean yep yep you're a thousand percent that right. makes sense that makes total sense yeah. I totally agree with that absolutely yeah that ripple effect in so many ways you're you're doing so many things to uh, you know affect the future of a lot of people yep without a doubt um what do you think the wrap up is here um you know I think. Hearing you talk about martial arts and your school, and I can hear it in your voice that you love it. You get, you're very excited to talk about it. Um, And that's so awesome that you found something as a kid and you've brought it through adulthood. You're making a living off of it. You're, you're also affecting people positively. I think, you know, a, a lot of people kind of separate well, I love this as a kid, but now I got to go do whatever regular job or, um, you know, you do, there's not a lot of that follow through if you learn to love something and then you keep doing that and keep letting it affect you positively. So good on you. I like yeah. that. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's commendable because you're right. I think a lot of people as kids don't continue to be kids in adulthood, which I think is so the wrong thing. Yeah, like just because you love something and it helped you when you were younger doesn't mean when you're an adult you got to let that go. Like that's so important to continue to do things you love. I think that's or they'll push it on to their kids. They'll push what, yeah. what they what they really want to do, but onto their kids, you know. I think that's I think that's, that's true. I think that's possibly the one of the greatest messages that we could get across in this podcast. If there's anybody out there listening, if they're if you're driving in your car, whatever, if you're listening to this, and if it would spur the thought and the action of you really going really pulling towards you what you really want to do to make a living. Oh my God, that like the message of this Mm -hmm. podcast would have done it because that is the true definition of implementing behavior change Mm -hmm. for your long-term wellness and happiness. Like it's, it's so true. And it like, I think a lot of people, I think the big reason they do this is they start seeing the bills roll in and they start seeing, well, I got to pay, I got to, I got to pay for this or pay for that. So, you know, Kung Fu's got to go out the window, but really and truly, (laughs) if you put your nose to the grindstone and keep working on that kung fu yeah. that will pay you one day because of the passion. Now, here's the deal. If you if you would suck right now, Robert, if you sucked and didn't have yeah. the passion, no, you would not you would not achieve that. And I'll be honest, you wouldn't you didn't deserve to achieve that because you didn't have the passion for it, but you do. And that's mm-hmm. why you are. Yeah. So good on you, bro. Good on you. Yeah, I think that's why but you're yeah, so successful. Mm-hmm. Um as people can feel that passion. Exactly. Um, I did want to plug, uh, you know, tell them where they can find you, uh, the, the podcast, the website, the everything. Um, you can find the nerd talk podcast on Facebook, nerd talk podcast and on iTunes, nerd talk podcast and Spotify. Um, you can find the Kung Fu page, Kung Fu, uh, Academy of Springfield. You know, we always post a lot of things and. You know, when it gets time to Christmas time, we'll always take donations uh, for the kids at the Boston Children's Hospital. So, so it's not Christmas time yet, but when it gets to that, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to playback and it's around that time frame, connect uh, connect with them. So, and what we'll do is we'll put all of your links in the description. Well, actually, I want to plug the podcast that you and I did together, that episode, as well as the actual link uh, to the podcast itself. But um, this has been fun. I truly appreciate you. And guys, if you want to support this podcast as well as Matt Lean Fitness, the YouTube channel, um, every episode that we have here has an, a video version of this podcast in the description below. But if you want to support this podcast or the YouTube channel, we have a Patreon link that would be down below. Basically, it's a way to create a or create to support creators and what they're doing. It can be as little as five bucks a month. If you want to help support us, you get behind the scenes stuff and all, all sorts of like little features for it. So I, pr- I appreciate you. Also, if you want to subscribe to us on YouTube, the BTYE podcast, iTunes, all that yada yada, we truly appreciate you. This has been fun. Yeah, it has. I appreciate you Robert. coming on. Robert, I appreciate you yep. coming on, man. We'll, uh, Anytime. We'll, we'll be talking soon. Definitely. Looking forward to it. All right, man. Anything else you want to say before we hang it up? Uh, thank you guys for having me on. I Absolutely. really appreciate it. I had a lot of fun. Absolutely. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. Guys, we'll, we'll talk to you next week.
This has been the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well and follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube. Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday every day. Good job, sir. That was that was damn good. That was damn good. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate it. That was a lot of fun. You know, I love coming on podcasts and stuff. So. Heck yeah, man. That was great.